we made one commitment when we first began what is now known as Fetch, was we never wanted to be held hostage by a listing site or a property management system ever again. If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Hello again, this is Heather Bayer and this is another episode of Vacation Rental Success. And I find this industry so fascinating because wherever I go, I, you know, go to conferences or perhaps online summits or just, you know, on forums, there are people who are doing the most amazing, innovative things in the industry. You know, over the course of the past nearly 100 episodes, I've introduced many, many people who are out there working busily to make our lives so much easier as vacation rental owners and managers. And today's guest is no different. Uh, I met Vince Perez at the Vacation Rental Managers Association conference last year in San Diego. Now, you probably notice I, I do mention VRMA conferences a lot. And that is because it's the hub. It's where, where the managers, it's where the suppliers get together. And I find a lot of my resources at these conferences and network with so many people. You know, it, it just got me thinking this morning that in the early days of my experience in vacation rentals, I really didn't do any networking. I didn't talk to many people. I did a lot of what I did with my properties. And at one time I had seven vacation rentals that I was I was running fairly independently. And I would have loved to have talked to other people and, and heard their experiences and found out some of these these resources they were using. But you know I didn't know how to get in touch with them. I I didn't know where to find all this stuff. And of course, it's you know in the relatively early days of the industry being so out there on social media and on the on the web itself, it wasn't as easy to network as it is today. And and I just wanted to to bring that up because it is so easy to network nowadays. It's so easy to if you've got a question to put it out there and have somebody answer it for you. Or at least if they don't, if some, if somebody you connect with doesn't know the answer, they will know somebody else who does. Whether you go onto some of the great groups on LinkedIn, such as the Vacation Rental Professionals Group, which is populated by, or their membership is well over seven and a half thousand people. If you've got a question, that's where you need to go. Post your question and somebody will answer it. And I mention all this because Vince is just, you know, one of the great people that I've met through networking, which I've been doing very solidly for the past couple of years. And I spent a very pleasant evening with Vince and Richard Vorton and his wife Sue and a couple of other people just talking about the the current state of the industry and how we're all experiencing the control over our businesses from the platforms we advertise on. 
the you know, there's higher costs, there's, there's more restrictive rules on what we can do and how we can advertise. We're spending more time on the business and, and we're not able to capture the guest data that we, we used to be able to do when it was a more manual process. So Vince is one of the uh, many excellent presenters who will be bringing their knowledge to the Vacation Rental World Summit in November. And I will be interviewing a number of the presenters over the next few weeks. So I'm going to be talking to him about his, uh, his experience in the vacation rental industry, how we can learn from some of the things that have been, some of the issues that have been happening in the vacation in, in the industry recently, and, and I'm talking about the, the tiff that uh, owners and managers are having with uh, TripAdvisor, um, talking about how Airbnb have uh, fired a couple of owners and have just removed their bookings, and, uh, and, and a couple of other incidences that have happened. So I'm going to be asking Vince about that, as well as his passion for owners and managers regaining control over their businesses. And I'm going to be asking him if he can elaborate on what that means for them. And we will also be discussing his his own resource, his own platform called Fetch My Guest, uh, that's going to help owners and managers reduce their reliance on these major listing sites. So without further ado, let's go over to my interview with Vince Perez. Well, I'm so delighted to welcome to Vacation Rental Success, uh, Vince Perez of Fetch My Guest. And I met Vince in a bar. Hi, Vince. How are you doing? Have I just, I, uh, I, I just um, stumped you with that introduction there. Hi, <laughs> Heather. Good, good to hear from you once again. Yes, we met in, the, in, in a bar at uh, San Antonio at the VRMA conference last year in San Diego. And I was absolutely blown away by your passion absolute passion for this industry. So when I saw that you were a presenter on Antonio's uh, Vacation Rental World Summit in November, I had to have you in for an interview and help our listeners find out more about you, about your background and what your perspective is on the industry. So tell us how you got into the vacation rental business to start with. So uh, about five years ago, I was afforded the opportunity to invest in a growing vacation rental management company here in uh, Santa Cruz, California. Uh, I felt it was an exciting opportunity to be involved at the growth stage of an industry. I also felt I could bring some value relative to my experience in hotels and technology. Uh, at the first part of my career, I spent uh, with the Hyatt Corporation and the Nico Corp in, in executive uh, positions. Um, and then I transitioned into technology, so I've been in technology the last uh, 15 years or so. Uh, ironically, uh, delivering some technology to that uh, hotel space. So your, your background is in, in hospitality then, and so starting with hotels and now moving into, into vacation rentals. That's correct. It was primarily I did operations but did sales and marketing as well, so it, it's kind of an artful blend of, uh, I guess, kind of where I would envision to see the vacation rental industry going and all the different inflection points that uh, we're seeing right now. Oh, and what's your involvement in, um, in what a property management company you're involved in now? Yes, uh, I, again, primarily uh, as an investor, uh, I also help them with the one of, one of the main things I want to do with the company is um, to streamline the processes within the company. At the time, we had about 22 properties. We're now almost to uh, just over 100. 
And uh, one of the things that we identified quickly is that we could not scale this business uh, if our costs continued to scale with it. Uh, and a lot of that had to do around the, the marketing and the brand management uh, of our company. So that was kind of first and foremost on our mind is how do we make sure that we, we separate ourselves from the pack? Uh, when I came on board, we were, you know, like everyone else nowadays, 90 95% dependent on the listing sites. And we've, we've flipped that around now. Um, and we're using uh, the listing sites a bit more intelligently now. Well, that's that's definitely something I, I want to go into. And it was interesting. I've, I talked recently to Steve Milo from uh, Vacation Rental Pros in Florida and was asking him about his growth. And, and he's gone from just phenomenal growth from his first five properties back in 2005 to 953 now. And and he was talking about exactly that, about being lean, just keeping that that hold on, on costs. But he also went into, you know, discussing channel management and um, how our dependence on, on the listing sites can, can get a little bit out of control because they take control. And that, that's really something that I, I want to to get into with you. But just before we go there, you've been in the hotel industry. You're now in the um, Haitian rental industry. I've been sort of following some stuff that's, you know, you know all this stuff that's going on with TripAdvisor. And, and I was reading it on, on Skift recently. And they were saying that TripAdvisor has this, you know, may, it may be due to this issue they have that they're so involved in the hotel industry, they can't see the difference between hotel industry and vacation rental industry. How, how does that sit with you? Uh, so, so first of all, I, I think uh, the folks at TripAdvisor are extremely savvy. Um, I don't think there's a move they make without knowing where they're going, so to speak. One of the things I think that's amazed me about the, the vacation rental industry is a, a lot of folks try to make that comparison between hotels uh, and, and vacation rentals. I, I think the, real, the realization that people are coming to on that on the big listing site side is they do not transact the same. Uh, I can call a hotel and I can just book a room. I, it doesn't matter what the configuration is. They all look alike to me. There's probably four categories and I'm, I'm off and running. In a vacation rental, uh, it's a much more intimate experience. Uh, there's much more high-level contact, um, uh, high-touch amenities that need to be discussed, location, uh, there's all kinds of different conversations that happen. So transacting that vacation rental is a bit difficult. Um, and, and I think that's what they're really trying to grasp is uh, how do we make that transition from our core business of hotels to transitioning into vacation rentals. And I think uh, we're seeing resistance in that. And in fact, I think that's why you're seeing so much uh, uh, fragmentation, uh, as I call it, uh, in the marketplace because people are trying to find that foothold on how do we best gain control uh, of this marketplace. But this isn't new, is it? I mean, the business has always been fragmented. Uh, correct. Um, and, and if you think about that, it's, uh, it's pretty obvious why, right? Uh, you're, you're trying to herd cats. Uh, you have uh, you know, thousands of, of owners out there, and managers, and if not millions, right, of owners on that side. Um, and it's very difficult to, to try to coalesce uh, and get them to play the game the way you want them to play. Uh, on the other side of that, is you look at the success that these individual owners and managers have had in, in really bringing the industry to where it is today. Um, so that's a formula you don't want to tinker too much with, and that's where I think the delicate balance is right now. It, it was interesting you you mentioned this this whole transaction thing because we, we just had an experience um, a day or so ago. We use a, a local, a Canadian 
listing site, but they're, they're, they've moved to um, a home away model of, um, of book now. And we had, a, we had a call from a guest, I think it was, it was two mornings ago, call, it was a message, and it just simply said, I just booked this online, we've just driven away from the property, we don't have any information on it, just give me a call and tell me where to go. Uh. And, you know, to get back to him, and he'd, you know, he'd decided last minute, this is what he was going to do, he loaded all his kids in the car, just one second kids, I'm just going to go in and book something. And, you know, it, we don't, well, obviously, you know this, we don't, we, we, most companies can't do it that way. Uh, and certainly with our properties, they're also rurally located. We usually need 72 hours notice to mm-hmm. ensure that they are ready. And we had to go back and say, I'm sorry, you know, you're requesting a booking with a book online button does not constitute a reservation. Well, it does when I book a hotel, he said. And... He just, yeah, he just could not see, he couldn't, he, as, a, as a consumer, he couldn't see the difference. It was his first time booking a vacation rental and he saw the book online book now button, just pressed it, gave his credit card and figured that he'd paid for it and he was off. That's a perfect example of that complexity in the transaction. Um, and a lot of that is due to uh, obviously the messaging that the big sites are putting out there. What I always find interesting is, and I get probably a lot of phone calls just like you do, Heather, in that uh, you know it's the latest listing site company out there, and we're going to do all these wonderful things for you, and then HomeAway gets a hold of you, and now you're back to the same model and rinse and repeat, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's always difficult, right, because at the end of the day, you know that particular gentleman you're talking about, what, what he was really looking for is, is that brand contact, and you're the brand. And this demonstrates what happens when you have a broker in the middle of that transaction. And, and not to say that that broker is a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's created tremendous visibility, but I think there needs to be a balance that needs to be struck between the services uh, that are delivered by, by folks such as yourself uh, and the ability for, uh, for the big listing sites to, to make that introduction. Uh, I think where they're overstepping their bounds is when they start uh, uh, you know, uh, giving the traveler expectations that are just not there. Yeah, and that's that's clearly what happened here, and, and and we know. I mean, I'm sure you've seen seen this at times. People don't read anything, um, so changing the verbiage on the top of a uh, of a listing on one of these sites that says, you know, pressing book now does not constitute a reservation. It's simply a booking request. It's 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 text that people don't read, and if they do, they don't understand it. So it's it's really interesting because I think as we move on, this is going to this is going to happen far more often. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the um, what the stats are now, but I remember going to a home away summit a, a couple of years ago, and they were saying that it was like thirty six percent of the U.S. population knew what a vacation rental was. And there was the, the, the larger proportion had never heard of one. And I still, I still talk to a lot of people um, independent of this business who don't understand what I'm talking about. They think I'm talking about bed and breakfast. Sure. Yep. And, and you add to that um, relative to the visibility with Airbnb, right? Uh, now people are getting a, a different, another perception, if you will. Uh, of that home rental marketplace. So 
Um, again, there's a lot of that's what's causing the fragmentation, a lot of mixed messaging in what's being delivered out there. Uh, you know, as we know, you know, Airbnb clientele may be different than some that's, you know, uh, making inquiries through HomeAway or FlipKey. They could be two different marketplaces. And that's part of what I think needs to get uh, fleshed out here in the next couple of years. And do you think that's gonna, going to happen? Is, is, uh-huh. is there, I mean, you know, I'm sort of skipping to the end here, but is, <laughs> is there a solution? Um, I think there has to be a solution, right? Um, if you look at everything that's going on from regulatory issues at a local level um, to uh, the ability to scale this business properly and still deliver the services so you don't damage uh, the industry, I, I think there's a lot of smart minds uh, that are probably looking at this now trying to figure out the artful way of doing this. Um, it, it benefits the entire ecosystem, right? So uh, in my personal opinion, the, the best people to transact the vacation rental are the owners and managers themselves. They're the ones that have created the visibility to start with. Uh, they're the ones that deliver on the services. And ultimately, they're the ones that will impact that person's stay going forward. None of, the, none of the listing sites can do any of that. Um, so I, I think there needs to be um, you know, more attention focused on the brand of the actual uh, vacation rental management room owner uh, going forward because that's what's going to keep this industry healthy. Uh, at the end of the day, whatever's happening at a local level, uh, you can argue which way it's going to go, but it doesn't benefit the big sites if all of a sudden you're getting these, these regulations uh, placed against them for short-term rentals. It's not conducive to the business. So, you know, that's why they're raising all this capital. They need to go out and lobby, make things happen. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the balance you need to make. They can't uh, kill the goose, lay the golden egg, if you will. So can you elaborate what it means for an owner or a manager to regain control over their business. So let's go back into how they've lost control, first of all. Sure. And I'll go back again to my hotel experience here. One of the things uh, that the hotels did a phenomenal job is they had their their marketing infrastructure set up. Uh, And, of course, they had a chain of hotels, so they all communicated together. They invested in their brands. Um, They communicated with their guests. They had a really good hold on who that profile of their customers were. Uh, And so do many vacation rental managers as well. Um, The other thing that they had in place was the ability for them to uh, minimize the inventory allocation that they pushed out to the OTAs, right? So they would would basically allocate anywhere between 3 and 5% of the inventory and said, go ahead and sell it over our short term, uh, over our uh, uh, slow periods, and let's see how you do. And they've managed that relationship very well. Um, that's never existed for the vacation rental manager. It did in the early days. If you remember in the early days, uh, Heather, when you were using VRBO, you, you, it, was a, it was a good relationship, right? They advertised your, your brand. They connected that, uh, uh, the leads directly to your brand and advertised. You went and closed the business. You moved along your, your merry way. And you had a very good transaction with them because it, it, was, it was quid quo uh, pro quo. Um, now, fast forward a couple of years, and as you can see, they've been, uh, because they have your data, they've been taking more and more and more control uh, of your advertising. And that's kind of the, the choke point, right, for many of these brands. Um, that, to me, is, is where losing control of your business is not a good thing, because what the hotels understood is that if we lose control of our inventory, we lose our ability to price, we lose our ability to uh, highlight our brand. 
And of course, our marketing uh, opportunities are limited. Uh, and they also become, as, as we're aware of now, more expensive. Uh, when I talk to some of our clients, uh, and they talk about their concerns about, well, if I don't answer through VRBO, then I'm going to lose my listings, or I'm going to lose my rankings. And the question I, I, I tell them is, how's that going for you now? Do you see that situation getting better or worse? So it, it's kind of a mind shift, right? Because it took a while for us to get in this position of losing control. Uh, so it takes that much time to kind of get it back. Uh, but I think we're in a unique, uh, we have a unique opportunity in getting that back because, again, we're the gatekeepers of what actually happens and transacts in this business. How can we get it back? And I think, you know, I'm sort of going to this post that you wrote on LinkedIn a while back about uh, that was, was titled Vacation Rental Managers and Owners, The Elephant in the Room. So I will put a link to that because I found that really interesting because you started out <laughs> talking about the challenges that, that were being faced. And, and, you know, you mentioned TripAdvisor. You, you mentioned um, people having their accounts terminated on Airbnb. You mentioned HomeAway and their move to accept Book It Now or else. Then you said, who is the elephant in the room? So what, did, what message did you want to get across with that? Because I, I think this is what owners and managers need to hear. Sure. That, that message is real simple, is um, power numbers, right? Uh, that's how the listing sites have gained control of what they've done. They've, they've taken the numerous uh, data sets that we've provided, and they're leveraging that against us. And from that, they're trying to squeeze tighter and tighter and tighter. Um, the, the elephant in the room is us because collectively um, we control that product. Uh, you probably heard quite a bit on LinkedIn too, folks saying, you know, I'm not being treated well. They won't call me from customer support, you know, this, that, and the other. Well, you're not, you're, you're not the customer anymore. You were the customer in the early days when you, you know, and you're still paying them, but now you're the product. And what I think is important for a lot of owners and managers to understand is um, uh, because you are the product, you should be able to direct where that product goes. Nobody's forcing you uh, into, those, uh, uh, into those positions. So uh, if you think about it just from a high level, you know, if, if all of a sudden all the owners and managers in, at, at the end of, end of the year, whenever all the listing sites are trying to renew their contracts, said, you know what, I'm not listing anymore. There, there goes your industry. That's just the reality of it. Um, so I, I think we just need to make better decisions on how we choose our points of distribution for our brand. And I think we need to highlight our brand. And what I mean by brand is your business, right? Everyone has their, their logo their, or their, 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 you know, their uniqueness about their property. Uh, that's what needs to be parlayed out there. And collectively in numbers, we can do so. Uh, give you an example of that here in Santa Cruz. You know, we have some folks that are using our product here. And we just met last week or a week after last there, two weeks ago, um, you know, five VRMs here locally talking about issues that are that are uh, surrounding us. And a year ago, before we launched Fetch, these would have these are same folks who would have viewed us as competitors. Now we're working collectively because we understand that because we um, our, our our competition is not down the street. Our competition is over the hill, as we say. They have all the, all the sites trying to dominate our data and use it against us. So I, I think people need to understand that. With the power of numbers, which is in us, the owner managers, uh, we can affect change. And I think you're seeing some of that happen. Uh, I think the flip key exa example is perfect. Is a lot of folks that I've talked to have indicated that they're not going to renew on flip key. 
Well, what's that going to do to the marketplace? Airbnb will fill the vacuum. Uh, the trap that you run into is that, well, yeah, you know, Airbnb works, works well for me now, and now you get into a conversation of, well, it's only 3% commission. Well, do you think it's always going to remain 3% commission? You know, that's, that's what we need to get away from. We need to start thinking about how do we invest in our brand first? If we have such a unique offering, how do we get that unique offering in front of every single lead that comes into our system? How do, we, how do we make that happen? How do we keep up repeat guests? The holy grail, right, of hotels is, you know, I make, I'll make all my budgetary decisions based on what I know my occupancies will look like for the following year. That allows me to make better business decisions. You made such an interesting point. You talk about collectivity. And I actually opened in the, in the introduction to this, I talk about networking, the fact of how I met you and how I met most of the people that I um, – I, I've interviewed over the course of the the last hundred or so episodes of this, and I and I said, you know, when I first, when I first started in the industry, I kept everything close to my chest. I didn't talk to anybody. I had questions, and I'm, um, and really didn't share my issues. And now I'm seeing this massive value of getting out and networking with other owners, with with other agencies in my particular area and uh, and I guess this is what you're saying if, if agencies are to get out and to cr- create a collective environment with with their and I'm sort of air quoting here competition mm-hmm. then then there's going to be those power in numbers you're, you're absolutely correct Heather and what you just uh, pointed to was it's called a, a low barrier to entry right so because we all kind of held our businesses close to our vests, that's what created this vacuum, right? Because uh, for the big sites, when they come in, they're low barrier, there was no, no barrier to entry for them. They knew that we were not talking to each other. And because we're not talking to each other, now they can individually go after each business. And then now you're building technology to scale it, get everything together, and most importantly, keep everybody apart. <laughs> now, as technology evolves, there's so many different ways to communicate. Uh, if you looked at LinkedIn as a, as a perfect example, um, you know I, I see the same handful of people uh, that are that are in the rooms and, and the same people that are commenting. But what astounds me is a lot of the contact that I have are from people that never said a word in LinkedIn, but they're all observing. Mm-hmm. So when you look at these portals, um, they're portals of change because people are now turning to these channels uh, like LinkedIn. And looking and saying, what's really going on here? Because you know, a lot of folks still don't know what's going on in our industry. But now they're talking, right? There's, there's a lot of opportunity in talking. And I, and I wish and, and I, I hope to be involved in that, in, in, in stoking that conversation and, and actually connecting all these different brands together to have the conversation because it's extremely important. Well, I found it quite exciting now that we're sort of moving in in our particular area to 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 talking to other agencies and bringing owners in, and and particularly because regulations are beginning to rear their ugly head here in in Ontario as they are in in other parts of of North America, sure. and we 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 see that need to create this collective voice to address these. And and it is. It's it's like wow. We can get out there, and I'm not alone. We're everybody's dealing with exactly the same thing, and we, you know, we have these conversations with other agencies and uh, with other managers and owners, and all of a sudden you find that everybody's got this common ground, and it's a bit of an aha moment. 
it, is, it is amazing. You have all these different uh, uh, disparate pieces uh, working individually, coming together, and all of a sudden you find all these things that you've been working so hard over the years have common interest. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very uh, a bonding experience for a lot of folks, and then they realize, hold it, this is not my competition. You know, for, for us, we freely send leads to all of our co- that used to be our quote-unquote competition. This summer, we're just sending them leads. Yeah. Know, we're sold out. We send it to them, and they, they appreciate that because the one thing that we try to impress upon everyone is it's a lot better than a lead going to another county, right? So, mm-hmm. so take care of your patch. Be local. Be regional and make sure that you keep every lead uh, that comes into our county, uh, make sure that um, uh, they're accommodated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, we're loving it. And, I, and I, I, that, that's how I see the, the industry moving is, is into these little collective environments that you know, come together at certain times in you know, conferences and summits and, and, of course, on LinkedIn, which is, which is just a wonderful platform for, for that, that nature of networking to take place. Um, mm. You've mentioned Fetch, my guest, so I want you to tell me about how your product, Fetch, my guest, your platform, is, is helping owners and managers. So Because you've just mentioned that you, know, you have your group in your area that, uh, that are using this. So I'd be really interested to hear how that, that works. Sure. So um, uh, Fetch, my guess, evolved from that frustration of not having control. Um, our uh, initial approach to this was to just service our business to make sure, how do we make sure we may, uh, uh, measure the lead efficacy that comes into our, our uh, VRM? Uh, how do we manage our guest experience? Uh, and making sure that we keep all the data in-house as opposed to letting it go away because every paid lead just seemed to disappear. We want to make sure that we had our own list and built up our own uh, clientele, if you will, and be able to have a more intimate relationship with them. So uh, as it evolved, the Fetch, my guess, uh, it, it, what it is today, it's an intelligent marketing platform that gives a professional manager complete control of the guest experience. Uh, the, the platform is highly integrated, so... We have lead management optimization, guest relationship management, email marketing campaign management, guest retargeting engine. Uh, it reports on all the lead sources that comes into the system. We also have a communication hub. So look at that as a live LinkedIn. So as opposed to waiting for a thread to happen, if you will, what you can do is for our customers uh, is when they log in, they can see who's available. So they can put something out under all these different channels and say, hey, uh, we're having regulatory issues. How are you handling your neck of the woods? And then you can exchange information live. You can even send documents. So we have that already in place, uh, again, to foster that communication uh, of VRMs in the area. And then later this month, we're going to launch our, our meta site. It'll be the only uh, uh, fully branded, uh, fully attributed uh, uh, meta site out there. And it'll look much different than what you've seen out there for your typical listing site. Again, the premise being is that we want to connect the traveler directly to you because we believe that the best person to transact the property is the property owner or manager who knows the location, the properties, uh, and all the services that need to come around there with it. So, so how does the traveler find this? Well, the, with the meta site, the traveler would find it no different than how they would find HomeAway or FlipKey. Uh, I, I think the distinction uh, will, will be pretty clear. Uh, I don't want to give away too much of what that distinction will be, but let's just say that when they come to our site, they will know they're coming to your cottages. They know they'll be coming directly to uh, our vacation rental management company here. 
Uh, it's a direct connection. Uh, and then there's also, they're also going to know that they're not going to have the problem that you just encountered and alluded to uh, a few minutes ago where the traveler is completely confused of what the process is. Why? Because we're connecting directly to you. So, so let's say I'm a property management company in Santa Cruz and I come across you and I come to you and I say, what, what it's going to do for me as my Santa Cruz um, property management company? Wonderful. So uh, power numbers, right? So because you'll be listed with uh, hundreds of properties here in Santa Cruz uh, that are part of our, uh, uh, part of our client base here, now we've got this nice regional meta site uh, that's, that's driving wonderful business, wonderful SEO directly into our region here in Santa Cruz, California. So there's immediate benefit because you get to benefit from your, your former competitor, right? We're creating all this energy in, in uh, people are coming to these sites knowing they're going directly to the source. Now we're building brand recognition for everyone around the area. No different than how HomeAway and Flippy has done that. So now we're, we're empowering your website with our platform and sending people back to your website. Our end goal is to make sure that you have more direct bookings and more repeat guests because that's how you're able to grow your business. That's how you're able to drive more profits because you're not, pa uh, you're not uh, paying out commissions in that regard. And that's what fosters the communication in, in saying, I don't want this lead to leave the county, so I'm going to see if someone else has availability. Now you're fostering the communication component. So the immediate benefit to someone coming on board with Fetch is you get to be part of that community. And, that's, and now we're reversing the engines where we're giving that community power back to the VRMs and owners. So if I'm, if I'm not in Santa Cruz, I'm in the Outer Banks? It would be the same premise. You're, you're actually going to, if you think about that, um, what we're now doing is creating more power for your website, leverage mm -hmm. off of our platform, because now you have a secondary high-level meta site that's reaching nationally, internationally, that's pointing directly to your little enclave. And because the uniqueness of it in connecting directly to you, it's going to get different looks from different parts of the travel market. So the Airbnb crowd, it may not be appealing if they're looking to rent a couch or a room or what have you. However, that family that's looking for a wonderful experience in a very you know, different area, getaway for the family, they're going to have more questions. So they're going to look for probably brands that are going to communicate with them directly uh, in servicing them and answering their questions and making sure their family has a wonderful stay. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds great. And I, th I think for many people, it's, it's, they're, they're going to feel the same because, you know, us, like, like so many others, feel that we're, we've been shut out. And, mm -hmm. and I hear this from, from, from guests over and over again. Well, we don't really know who we're booking with. Well, you know, you just brought up a good point. One of the key elements of, of our platform, uh, as you've experienced before, anytime a traveler sends a lead into a listing site, who do they hear from first? They hear from the listing site. Mm -hmm. And when they do hear from the listing site, they're pushing them to other properties in your area within seconds, right? So from our perspective, that, that's, that, that's a very poor way to have your brand represented. So what makes Fetch unique is that every communication that comes out of the system is actually from your brand. They see your brand front and center every single time. So if you think about it from a traveler's perspective, um, when someone's looking to make a booking, they're looking at many different sites. They're put out who knows how many leads. All of a sudden, in this sea of what I call, you know, just spam at this point, because they're, you know, they're, all the listing sites are sending them, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. Now they get something that's unique directly from the brand. They open it up and they say, here's a property you requested. Here are the rates. Here's a photo of the property. Watermark with our with our uh, brand. And by the way, now we're going to point you back to the website, mm -hmm. because from our perspective, we don't care how they book it. 
We'd love to be able to see you getting more phone calls uh, and getting more direct bookings. That's what we're focused on. So that's the uniqueness in the platform is that at minimum, you will know that when you do respond to your guest, you'll be responding to them with your brand first, not someone else's. And that's kind of how we've gotten ourselves in the situation. Yeah, sounds like a, a great idea. And uh, I will, of course, put a link to Fetch My Guest at the end of the show notes. So so for, for listeners who are interested in finding out more, just go to those show notes and uh, and check that out. And if you've got any questions for Vince, I am sure if you put them in the comments, I will let him know and he'll come along and answer them for you. Um, Vince, you're speaking at the Vacation Rental World Summit, uh, as as I mentioned at the start of this. Um, can you give us a teaser? What what should we expect from your presentation? Sure. Um, well, I'm going to go. The, the topic is gaining back control of your vacation rental business, the path to independence. And what I'll go is into greater detail on how we got into this current situation and what to look for in good partnerships and how we can better position our business for the future. Um, I, I think much of what we've learned uh, collectively in our business when we started doing this is we, we, we made one commitment when we first began what is now known as Fetch was we never wanted to be held hostage by a listing site or a property management system ever again. And we now are, uh, that's, that's a big part of independence is being able to dictate your partnerships. So uh, we're, we're very fortunate in that uh, right now our platform uh, works with three of the big, uh, three of the big uh, booking systems out there. We integrate with them perfectly. Um, and we like that because it's telling us the market is changing. People are making better decisions. Um, and then, of course, once you're able to measure your, we, we're going to show you how uh, the benefit of what happens when you're able to measure all the data that's coming in your business to allow you to make better business decisions going forward. But uh, uh, dissecting how we got there, I think, will be interesting to a lot of folks. Uh, so it's not so much of you know, you know, everything wonderful about fetch my guest, but we're detailing every single thing that we worked on, every component. Um, that allowed us to get to independence, that's what we actually have integrated into Fetch now. All these things that we're working dis uh, in, uh, disparately are now uh, all automated and integrated into our platform. But I think it's important for people to see the steps that it took for us to gain back that control because I think a lot of folks are finding themselves in that situation. They're scratching their heads saying, you know, what am I going to do here? And, and it, I, I think the important uh, uh, message out of this will be there's a lot of options. You just have to keep your eyes and ears open to them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of options out there, and and it can be really confusing. But just as you were talking, I was just thinking about you know how we've come really full circle from 15, 20 years ago when we were entirely independent and probably doing quite a good job, and and then along came all this, all the all the listing sites and the new technology that was. It was exciting at the time, and, it's, and it still is, taking so much of the time and effort from what we used to do and making it automated, but along with that came the, the, the loss of control. And now we're working to regain that back. So it's, it's very interesting, and I think I will really look forward to that session because I'm sure, you know, I'm, along with everybody else, it's going to really inform how we plan our strategy for the future. Agreed. So is there anything else that you'd like to add to the conversation today? Uh, well, well, Heather, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to speak with your, your audience. Um, I appreciate the efforts that you and Antonio and Matt provide 
to this community because in the end, if we're all going to change the current trajectory, uh, we will be doing it together. Well, well, thank you for that. And yes, I mean, after all my years of, of sitting out there on my own, thinking I was on my own, <laughs> you know, be, being able to network and share and and hear from people is just is just so important. And I think that is that, you know, that that's going to be the the driving force as as you've mentioned as as we begin to get out there talking to each other. So it it could change the vacation rental world as we know it. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of positive things in, 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 uh, coming in the future here. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Vince. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you, and perhaps we'll meet in a bar in New Orleans. Thank you, and yes, I look forward to seeing you in New Orleans. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Vince, for giving us your perspective on the industry and for, for telling it with such passion. And I know that this, you know, this this whole topic of gaining back control is something very important to you, and it is it is so important to so many of us. And I know that we can't we can't take time back and and make it as as cozy and as familiar as it used to be when we were back in control in the good old days. We all know that that thing, that the industry is changing that technology is making it massively different, that Airbnb is changing the playing field altogether. But we don't have to sit by and let these big listing sites ride roughshod all over us. There are things we can do, and there are many people out there like Vince who are working to give us that control back. And uh, it will be uh, just so interesting to see how how this all pans out. So as ever, there will be show notes at uh, cottageblogger.com forward slash VRS096. And I will put links to Fetch My Guest and to the LinkedIn group again. Uh, we've mentioned it a couple of times recently. And also to the Vacation Rental World Summit. And I just want to put a plug out there right now for... VRWS 15, because I think it's going to be an amazing event. And, and I really would encourage you just to go take a look at the, the page that, uh, that Anthony has put up and, and get your name down so you can start listening to the people who are going to be taking part. Now, if you came to the Vacation Rental World Summit online last year, you could sit through for the whole weekend for free and and take in everything as, as long as you were there. This year it is a paid event and I think it's a small price to pay for the value of the content that you're going to get, for the value that you're going to get. Um, leave us a comment. Tell us what you th thought about Vince's take on the industry and his his ideas and what he was talking about with Fetch My Guest. Let us know if if you like the idea of becoming more collective, networking with your peers and and creating a common voice, because I think that's where this industry is moving for us smaller players. Just want to thank you once again for joining me. As ever, it's an absolute pleasure to know that, that there is such a loyal audience out there listening to these shows. 
I dearly love to hear from you. So please email me if you've got any questions or any suggestions or ideas at heather at cottageblogger.com and, uh, and I will get back to you. So thank you once again for listening. It's been a, been a blast and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Thank you.